Welcome to Doctor Who's 50 and 50, Episode 9. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. Today we're taking our final look at the Doctors in the Classic series, notably Paul McGann's Doctor. Paul McGann ran as the Doctor from May 1996 to May 1996. His sole appearance in live action as the Doctor is story number 160, Doctor Who the Movie. In terms of his personal traits, we see a return of the Jelly Babies, uh, but not a lot else to really define him in the role. In total, he's got a little under an hour of screen time, and much of that was spent either recovering from amnesia or held as a motionless captive of the Master. The Sonic Screwdriver made its comeback with him as well, although actually technically it comes back in Doctor Who the movie, but it's originally in possession of Sylvester McCoy, who gets to actually lock a lock with it. And then it gets stolen, and it's not returned to McGann until after the action is over. So McGann showed a lot of potential as the Doctor. By the time the one story is over, and he gets through the amnesia and the immediate threat, he's able to carry himself with the right presence for the Doctor, and shows a good combination of levity and confidence. There's a lot of potential here, but it's hard to judge how he'd have done in the long term, simply because he only has this one story, and the script for this one story is not particularly good. I've heard great things about his work in audio dramas that were commissioned. So after the TV movie failed to produce a relaunch TV series for American audiences, which we'll talk about more in a few weeks' time, the live action were ended, but Big Finish Productions continued to commission him to do audio dramas only, as was done with a few of the other Doctors. I've heard great things about those, but I haven't heard any myself. I've been working through the live-action episodes, and when I run out of live-action, then I might start digging up some of the audio productions as well. So McGann actually has the shortest on-screen tenure as the Doctor to date. Uh, We'll see how John Hurt does in the relaunch. Even then, he gets a little bit shafted with the new series. Because of the way the rights issues play out between Fox, MCA Universal, and the BBC, they can use his image from still images, but not video in the new series. So even in things like The Name of the Doctor, when they were showing clips of the past Doctors, they couldn't really pull any McGann, because that's in motion. They've only been able to use his face in the montages in The Next Doctor and in The Eleventh Hour, because that's a still image that they have the rights to. So in terms of how he is as a Doctor, he really didn't get a chance to make his mark as the Doctor in live action. We don't get a lot of chance to really see what he would be like, because he didn't get through the regeneration and start to really form himself as himself until just before he gets captured and immobilized, so he can't even really tell who and what he's become. So as Doctors go, he's not bad, but he's not really great. If I had to try and put the eight classic Doctors in a rank order, I'd have a very difficult time placing him at all, just because his tenure was that short. Nothing against him, it's just that's the way the chips fell. The series didn't get picked up for a relaunch. Again, we'll talk about that in a lot more detail in 40 days, but I would say the fault, if there is any delay in the TV movie not relaunching, does not lie in Paul McGann. In any event, that wraps up what's probably going to turn out to be the shortest in this series of podcasts. Please join us again tomorrow when we take a look at the TARDIS. Thank you for listening.